Blog Talk Radio. The Tailgate Show is recorded before a live Kudio audience. Yeah, I figured that was probably the perfect song. Uh, as a perfect segue from last week, have a drink on me. I think I had like way too many drinks. Uh, I really think it was New Year's Eve, but probably wasn't. Probably was just Thursday night to tailgate, Joe, and that's what happens here. We NFL get, draft day. Well, that's the, that's going to be this week's excuse. That's right. We're not sure what last week's excuse was. It's Nashville. There's an excuse every week. That's my boy, straight in front of you. That's Toby Lane. What's up, kiddo? Oh, we're doing good. Nashville's from... West 7th, East 7th, Nashville's crazy tonight. It is. I mean, I, I'm out there every day in this uh, Uber life. Jesus Christ. What's Uber going life. On? What's going on down there is just, it's insane. I've, I've never seen that many people in one place in my life. I was so happy to get out of there when I did. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we were, we were we're lucky enough that, well, we got Jay Harley in the house tonight. But we were super lucky enough. I was talking, we were talking to him earlier and. When when we saw the TV on ESPN, even Joey was like, "Man, it grew fast," and within minutes that place just exploded. But before I get to Jay Harley, to my right, he's moseying in, and he is southern and he's large, so he's moseying. Is is that what it takes to mosey? I think Jason Moles is moseying. No, Yardian, come on. Come on, hon. Saunter. Get, honey. Get snuggle up That's to that. That's very different. Sauntering and, that, and look, watch the wrestling match that goes on with uh, this mic. Can't, can't watch it. Watch. This is why people don't. I, I, I wish we had TV right now to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, it's no. it's like watching just, an elephant play with a toothpick. I'm just curious what a saunter is. It's okay, a, to it. <laughs> similar to a sachet. If you adjust that boom. See, here's where the guest helps the host. Oh, I love this. This is one of my favorite parts. Balance. There you go. Counter oh. Papa smoking. Oh. Pew, pew, pew. Now I wish he didn't find the mic. Got it? Uh, man, I'm situated. Look at him. He's Look so, at that. Look, Look. Comfy. You see how that goes? Wow. He did get it pretty quick. He got tired of me and made fun I'm, of him. I'm here. I'm, I'm large. I'm in charge. <laughs> and of course, the guy helping him out. The guy, the most important guy of the night. That is Jay Hartley. Hey, yeah. what's up, guys? How we doing? Dude, listen, I, you know, I wrote it in the post, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I mean, anybody who comes out, you know, because the show fails one night and then comes back out, you know, is just the coolest person ever. I mean, I knew that because I'm lucky enough to be friends with this guy. But, you know, as a singer-songwriter guy, I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff going on. And to come back and do the show again is much appreciative. Hey, man. Thank you for the support. Mm-hmm. You're, you're there for me, so I'm going to be there for you, man. I got That's you. true. I do. I always – yeah. he'll text me some nights because uh, the night after one of his shows, I'm super excited, let's say, maybe a couple of drinks or ten. Doesn't make you – Anyway, the night after. Joey! 
Tell me we get this Joey thing going. Hey. Hey. We love this kid. He's, he's awesome. Hey. But you know what? Uh, I had an experience this weekend. You know, we, you know, Easter weekend, I made the trip uh, trip down to Atlanta. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy that when I get excited about something, you know, <laughs> speaking of the Uber stuff, I like I like to play music all the time, you know, and I like to, you know, hey, listen, people come in, they're like, oh, where should we go? And I'm always like, listen, man, you know, I'm not a big, huge Broadway fan. Uh, I tell them I, I like more like the mid, uh, Midtown area. I like here. I'm a I'm a big fan of trying to root for the guys trying to make it and girls trying to make it. And of course, Joey's obviously one of those. And I always steer him over there to that Demombrian. Demombrian. That is a bitch. Demon Bruin. Right, Demon Bruin. How you guys? Demon Bruin. You've been to Demon Bruin? Yeah. It's the one that's got the traffic circle and the naked statues. No, that's not. They don't have naked statues. Yeah, at the very top of it, the dancing ones. Overall, Demombrian. The circle, yeah. Is that actually Dwumber in there? Mm-hmm. Jason just found new masturbation material. <laughs> this guy keeps I going mean, in circles around. Yeah. His, around his it's not a circle jerk, sir. It's not a circle jerk. <laughs> that's the old. That's the old song, man. What circle jerk? Yeah, DRI. <clears throat> you remember that? No, I just remember doing it. <laughs> uh. I was in Atlanta, and you know my my, my nephews are young. You know they're uh, sixteen and thirteen, so they're young. They're the youth. Sixteen and thirteen, you say they're young. Yeah, that's young. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Around here, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, seven, eight, nine years old. That's 13, young. 14. Well, that's, that's young. You better young. be grown up. Yeah, that's you better be you. doing your first your first gig by fourteen. So my <laughs> my my sixty yeah. year old nephew, I mean, he's already got a, a car. And I'm, you know, listen. Yeah. Oh man. You know, my, my sister's got a couple bucks there. You know, I'm not gonna lie. And, and my brother. I wouldn't have been trusted with a car at sixteen. Dude, how about an Alfa Romero? Romeo. Alfa Romeo. Well, he's got both of them. He's got both. He's got an Alfa Romeo and a Romero. So like he's at that the age. Romero came from Mexico. And he's got a girlfriend now. So he's at that age where yeah, they're Alfa Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> where even that car will not. Grab his attention. Anything but the girl yeah, is off. Alfa Romeo. He's still with the car. I'm <laughs> trying to move away from the car here. Are you here to segue? The Mumbrian Demon Brown, Alfa Romeo. We are Romeo. going so backwards. I'm here to have a good time. Anybody <laughs> want to talk about the draft? There's a lot of people. There is. Too many people. It's just sitting there. Like 400,000, I think. That's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. It looks like Times Square. It does. Yeah. So this weekend at Easter, I got a chance to play a little music, you know, pick my spots. And I, I, I played a couple uh, of Joey's earlier stuff, you know, you know, more of the uh, acoustic stuff, which I really look me. I'm older. That's what I prefer. But as soon as John Wayne came on, even the girl couldn't keep him away from that song. What's that? I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a good stuff, <laughs> yo. So. I'm super excited to have Joey over tonight. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, it, man. we're gonna, we're gonna play that song, uh, you know, off the, off the EP itself because that, that's just, it's got so much technical stuff to it. But we're gonna talk to Joey a little bit, and then Joey's gonna play a couple of, uh, you know, your key acoustic songs, so the ones that you know, I got you, really, yes, that we love. Yeah. Um, 
So listen, a, a big reason besides the fact that we love Joey, uh, that we wanted to have Joey Joey come on is uh, you got the big thing coming up now, right? You have the Key Largo Music Festival coming up. Yeah, that's happening uh, May sixteenth. Ooh, good time. And uh, we're there for a couple of days, and it's uh, right there in Key Largo. There's probably about ten of us that come from Nashville. We we uh, all head down there, and um, the owner of the couple of bars we play at takes real good care of us, and uh, he he loves having us down and showing us a good time. So we're gonna go down there and play some songs for the locals, and that's actually where uh, Chris and I met. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, he. <laughs> It's strange, dude. It, it really life is so weird. It, it's it's. He's like, hey, 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 you, <laughs> hey, you, hey, you. He's like, yeah, come on by my track, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it sounds like it was close come to April twentieth. Come over here, right, and get yeah. in my van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice <It's> skin. Okay. <laughs> I like that hair, boy. <laughs> well, I was interning for Sandusky. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh my God, that was so low. How low? I mean, it's a normal joke. As low as you can grab. I mean, th- this key, this key Largo festival is it really is the most amazing thing ever. I'm, I'm a huge music fan. The, the fact that I wound huge. up in Nashville. You heard that? Huge, 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 huge. Y u g e. It's a huge festival. <laughs> You gotta be there. <laughs> you people oh, cannot panic. That's an awful action. <laughs> he made me. He made me sound. Like, I felt like I was the Terminator there. I, I'm here to pump you up. That's, that's getting you back for that test show you did. <laughs> Sorry, I tried to mimic their. No, what, Toby doesn't have a high voice. It was just my only way he of does, doing he's it. Got a high voice. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's a little squeaky. That's somewhere. fine. So it we, happens. We. we, we I love Key Largo. I mean, it's a huge hangout for me and my, huge. And my friends. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be Pee Wee Herman's thing, you know. Every time I say that word, which if I if if, if you take huge and awesome out of my vocabulary, I'm f. <laughs> I really don't think I have any other. Kind words. Like Donald <laughs> Donald Trump vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. pretty limited. Huge, huge. huge. It's huge. Okay. Listen, we're about to have a great show. Oh my god, this is where we need one of the TV. ever. We need TV. I mean, the whole. It's bigger than a draft, okay? This show, bigger than a draft. Shoot. Bigger than a draft. But, but not bigger than my hands. My hands are big. I got tiny hands. Oh, look, we got, we got 300,000 plus people downtown, and he's pulling that out. It's bigger than a draft. Bigger than a draft. <laughs> draft is low energy. It's a huge. Yes, low energy. Low energy compared to me. You so, know what I think we need to do? I think we need to challenge Chris. Like, the next time he Ubers, to have, like, just go to, like, insane music. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pull in and let it be like Slayer. He's got to get know, a good like rating, though. Antichrist stuff, we're, you we're know. And, about that. He's got to get a good rating. Yeah. If you do that and somebody gets in and they're like, I give you a one. Yeah. I, got you, a, I got a 4.9. I was going to say, how many stars you got? 4.9. Dude, 4. 9, dude I, I, got a, I got a one Google rating from a customer because I didn't call him back fast enough. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> so, listen, we. we I get invited to the Key Largo Festival by my buddy Phil. Okay, and he, you know, his, his dad's got a place down there, and it's just, and it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous, and he he knows how much I love this stuff. This singer songwriter stuff, to me, is just the greatest thing ever. Uh, I could live in Nashville and never see Broadway, and wouldn't care less. Going to hang out where these guys hang out and watch them 
I mean, look, they're trying to make it. Watching them trying to make it is is, is awesome. And rooting for them and having that having some skin in the game. I mean, I know Joey. I know his family. I'm rooting for him. That's my boy. You know, he's my horse. You're my boy, Blue. Trying to ride me or <laughs> mount. 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 Let's, let's use the right terminology. <laughs> so, what kind of crowd do you guys get down there? Uh, I mean, it's Key Largo, so I mean, it's usually fifty plus. No, you know, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, a lot of the locals show up, and um, they love showing support, and um, they all they're the huge like like he is like great music fans. They just want to hear live music. They want to see the raw um, singer songwriter aspect of it. And um, it's always a great crowd. They're always super supportive. And like I said, it's from Wednesday, or I'm sorry, Thursday to uh, Sunday. And you'll see a lot of the same faces that, that come out every night to hear, to hear us and uh, show support. And it's, it's a good time. There's a menu that comes out. And it basically gives you who's playing at what bar at what time. Because Joey, like Joey said, it, the owner owns like three or four bars. So mm-hmm. he, he just basically stages it throughout the whole, his whole area. And you go from bar to bar in the keys and like, look, we know, you know, we get the menu thing. We highlight our friends and we know where we're going to be. And we, we, yeah. we, we sit down, we, we do, we're, you know, we're nut jobs. So we'll, we'll get there Thursday morning and we'll, we'll have the menu and we'll, we'll, you know, highlight everybody. We'll put everybody in where we're going that night to who we're seeing. I mean, we're, we're totally into it. That's, that's not a nut job thing to do here. We've got plenty of festivals around here, plenty of music festival fans, mm-hmm. and whether it's stages or bars or however it's laid out, if it's a three-day from Friday to Sunday, you're probably looking at that schedule Thursday and highlighting who you want oh, yeah. to see, mm-hmm. stacking up your schedule, mm-hmm. figuring out how you got to get stage one to four or, yep. or this bar to yep. Third Avenue. Yep. That's, and That's part of the fun. Yeah. Friday night is it, which it, it it's not it for me because it's the big music night because – it's kind of a cover night, but uh, Friday night, all my friends from Nashville, all the, the greatest guys I know that I've met since I've been here, Joey included, obviously, are all playing together Friday night at one bar. And Phil texts me, and he, he shoots me a screenshot of the of who's playing Friday night, and he goes, you better be ready. You're yeah. staying up late Friday night. So one of the bars is called Cactus Jacks, and uh, it's usually, like, starts at, like, I don't know, 9 or 10. And it's like the late night crowd comes over there, and that's where we get to go and be goofy and play our like. We do a lot of cover songs there, you know, with the crowd right. over here drinking songs and stuff like that. And that's that's usually the party. Yeah. And uh, lots lots of shots and lots of. <laughs> uh, Is there a song they tend to throw at you where when you get that request you're kind of like, all right, I'm gonna play again. it. I'm gonna play it, but man. Wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's. See? He's like, well, that's my favorite. No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't think it'd be no, as hotly requested. I guess as author, but or is it? Is it because it's author? Just because when you do get it, you're just like, come on. Well, I think it's from being in Nashville. I mean, that's like, it's the number one song that people request. Yeah. Uh, as far as like the number one sing along song, and the song that we're also mm-hmm. like, oh, really not again. A lot mm-hmm. of times, if we're playing like. If you play like downtown or even anywhere where you can like play for tips, you'll be like, all right, wagon wheel tips with a P, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the, like one of the songs where you're like, all right, wagon wheel, fifty bucks. Fifty you know? bucks. <laughs> yeah. Some people do it, and then like, 
you'll do you'll play a game with people you're like all right 50 bucks for wagon wheel if we start playing it and you don't want to hear it another 50 bucks for us to stop i've seen people do that with like the there was a piano player at one of the places I was at, and he was doing something mm-hmm. like that. No, yeah. no, it was a small, just oh, a smaller, a small town uh, thing over in in the Nashville West End, and he'd do that. Yeah, he'd start playing something because someone paid him fifty bucks. He'd be like, "Hey, you don't want to hear it? You don't want to hear it? Fifty five. Right, right, yeah, it and, works too. And, and there would there'd be somebody come up, they'd be like, "That song right yeah. now. Here's fifty five. And then Freebird is an automatic Freebird hundred dollars. <laughs> you want to hear Freebird? Gonna pay $100. And it usually does. Freebird, you call security. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend, George, who, who played in South Florida all the time, and thought that was huge. And he, he's, he was 75 bucks. Huge. And you know how many people paid it? <laughs> that's it that's 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 a drinking is, game now. Universal, though. It's everywhere. Every time Chris says huge, huge we got to drink. Yes. Huge. Huge. As everybody <laughs> takes a drink. <laughs> you guys are going to be hammered. Oh, my God. So we we went down there last year. Massive is another good word. It was uh, it was our, our our first time in uh, Key Largo uh, for the festival, and we we have met these guys and and girls and have had the best time ever. And now to be up here living in Nashville, still hanging out with them, and going back home to Key Largo to see them play there again is amazing. It really is, and I'm I'm super pumped to have them over tonight. And, yeah, man. It, it's going to start a great, a great thing. So you wear your Titan jersey? Yeah, I uh, actually picked this up for forty bucks. Can you believe that? Wow! And it's like, yeah, a uh, guy at work sells them, and uh, I'm normally I'm a Lions fan just because I'm from Detroit. But when I'm, you know, it's the only jersey I have right now. So I was like, I'll rock it today. For yeah, the draft. went for the draft. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's good stuff. There is a lot of people down there. I mean, Ton it's tons. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. just it's insane. It's crazy. Uh, so it bodes good for the World Cup bid. You played at a, a, a nothing. Um, I got nothing. I, don't, I didn't even hear what you said. Really, I was thinking about my. Are you question. ignoring me? Uh, I wouldn't say ignoring you, just not paying attention. He's <laughs> ignoring. I think so. I kind of did. I completely love it. Everything we do—that's what it's building up to. World Cup 2026. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> that's what we're going for. All, that's the all of it. That's the uh, the ultimate prize. That's the pinnacle. Yes. If you host World Cup. You've yeah. done it all. Next year, when we blow out the Fabergé Egg Festival, that's going to sound. Fabergé Egg Festival. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Cherry Blossom Festival was oh, big this yeah, year. Yeah, it was. So I'm not even going to poke fun. No. Nope. I mean, hey. Nope. That's all right. They see it. We're a festival of get it town. What, Chris? We can't talk about fucking flowers. Festivals. Why wouldn't I, you talk about flowers? I'm trying not to say F word on here, How but great you need flowers. 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 F word. Flowers. Do it. Just say flowers. It. See, felt good, didn't it? Did. Four twenty flower. If you had the opportunity to do a set at like Bonnaroo, would that be something where it was like, oh, I don't know if I actually want to do that, or is that like one of those things where you'd be all over that? A hundred percent. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred percent yes or hundred percent no? Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 He, he looked like he thought about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's so did. many people out there and having a good time. I mean. That's true. Yeah. That's right, got to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience kind of opportunity. It happens like every that. year. Festival, festival environments are wild. They are. Go ahead, caller. Caller? Chris. Yes. What's up, man? What's up, Joey? Oh, it's What's Phil. up, Phil? Yeah, this is Phil down here in South Florida. Uh, just calling in, man. I, I was just listening to some of Chris's stories, and you know, I was fortunate enough to meet 
Joey probably three years prior to that um, yeah. when he first started going down there. I think you've been this. I don't know if this is your fourth year. Or... Yeah, this will be my fourth year. Uh, yeah. And then I remember like I remember the first year first year I met you, and then like we hung out whatever. And then the second year I was like, wait, that guy looks so familiar. And then I was like, what's up, dude? And you're like, yo, yo, yo. And then like now now it's like, all right, where's Phil? <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, well, yeah, well, kind, kind of just, just getting into the Nashville thing, I, I actually, what started it for me was I, I met uh, a couple guys down on Hollywood Beach, and, and it was um, an, another artist, Fillmore, and Joey probably knows him, and um, yep. and John Gurney, if that's, oh, yeah. I'm saying his name right. Yeah, so they were that they were down walk yeah, they were down walking down on Hollywood Beach one day, and uh, I was with some of my buddies from work, and was, I'm like, well, who are these young guys walking down on this beach? It's all old Canadians down there. <laughs> and they just start strumming the guitar and singing, and I'm like, "Holy shit, where these guys ain't from around here?" I mean, this this sounds too good. And uh, they said they were, you know, Key West, and then went to Key Largo Music Festival. And shockingly, I didn't even know about it. Uh, you know, knowing that my dad was from there, then that 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 kind of that year started it. And uh, I uh, talked Kristen to the going down there last year, and kind of was weird how this whole thing turned around and you're sitting at his house right now. It's, it's just I know, bizarre. right? <laughs> was last year, last year was your first year to go? Yeah. Oh. You're going to be there this year, yeah. right, Phil? Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. definitely, definitely. Chris, Chris is going to come down and stay with me, and um, we'll be heading down there Thursday, and we'll be looking forward to it as, as always. And I think that story you told about someone inviting you out to their truck, which was funny. <laughs> I just downloaded my wife's pictures off of her phone, and it's a picture of <laughs> – me, you, Chris, and our girlfriends and wives out with a Jameson bottle in the parking lot taking That's some right. shots, I think, in between when he's <laughs> I'll send that to his way so you can have that one. That's awesome. I think there's a picture floating around. It was either you or Kelly that was, like, on the floor. I think it was yeah. probably like, yeah. on the ground, on the ground. Yeah. Like, in the rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not on a soft surface. Yeah. Kelly yeah, we rocks. did it up. We, yeah, it was, it was in the rocks of the parking lot there. You guys decided to take a little nap. Yeah. yeah, seems like a good place to nap. But uh, hey, I just want to congratulate Joey. I know you had some special life events this year, and um, with uh, the John Wayne. Fortunately, I was I was able to hear that a little early too, a little preview of that. So, but awesome. you know, I love all your music. The acoustic CD sounds sounds awesome, and uh, Chris can testify. I'm always I'm always playing it. I think I sent you a couple screenshots of me in my car driving with. <laughs> yeah, playing, yep. So, uh, so, so well, I, I appreciate it, man. man. So, uh, and uh, congratulations on uh, Chris just starting up the show real quick. And, and Toby, what's the other guy's name? Jason. J- and Jason, man. So you guys sound great. And uh, thanks That's for uh, taking in, my man. friend in. I, I, I miss him. But you guys uh, sound like you're having a good time, and I know you enjoy he's, doing he's the show. Good, so. do you, he's do a good you, dude. Do you really miss him, though? Do, yeah, I know. The whole yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I miss him. <laughs> the two youths. De- de- the two. Definitely miss him. So, uh, cool. getting, ready, what to, getting ready to watch the draft here, getting ready to watch uh, my Jets make a pick here. And, um, I'll, uh, do, what I'll what does the Cardinals do? I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, see Phil, you know, what what does the Cardinals do, Phil? Don't no, leave. No one started yet, yeah, right? It, 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 the pick is in right now, so they're getting ready. He's getting ready to walk up to the stage, but it's pretty much. They said it's a pretty much given. It's going to be Kyler Murray. Do you, Phil? Do you want to do it live for us? <laughs> do it. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I love it. All right, Cardinals. Right. Cardinal Talk it up, dude. They trade. This this, this does look it like a safe, not safe amount of people down here. 
It's not, oh, not safe like amount. Now. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, the rain's coming. Goodell up to the mic with the first pick. They trade. 2019 Hello. NFL draft. Cardinal select. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Ooh, I did it. Phil, dude, no one could do better than you. That was great. I like the pause. He said, the Cardinals pick. Kyler Murray. Well, I was just trying to copy what he was doing on stage. <laughs> <laughs> he, was waiting to figure, he was waiting for him to announce it, too. So. Nice job, yeah. Phil. All right, All right guys, buddy. Uh, Thank you. I'll be listening to the rest of the show, Joey. Uh, I'll see you soon. And um, can't wait Sounds to good, man. I'm looking forward to seeing there, you. Bro. All right. All right, All right Chris. Love you, brother. I uh, love you, man. See you, Phil. Get All right. All right, bro. Yeah, the hardest part about leaving South Florida. That's it right there. So what I want to know about the, the festival is are there a lot of hybrids like you where everybody that I know, if they're a songwriter, they're a songwriter. Mm-hmm. They're not a songwriter performer. So in this festival, is it a lot of songwriter performers or just songwriters? I think it's a mix of both. Is it? Yeah, there's a, there's people that are mo- like, you know, the singer-songwriters and then, you know, people like me. I think uh, Ryan Robinette's coming this year. He came last year too. Uh, my buddy uh, Chris Ferreira, uh, Ferranti, um, we're all pursuing the artist thing as well as songwriters. So cool. there's a good mix. So it's a good blend. Yeah. Right on. Let's do it. I want to hear some music. Dude, these Songs guys, about writing. These guys are absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, you're in the coolest situation. I mean, a lot of times we're beachfront, you know, with the oh, keys yeah. backdrop. I mean, just just think about we're, you know, yeah. uh, Joey played in little small amphitheaters or in a bar, you know, just so up close, so personal that, I mean, you're forced to love these guys. I mean, it's just some of the sick. best shows I've ever seen have been small venue shows. Oh, sure. yeah. Hands down. I think it's like the intimacy of you really get to know the person when it's small oh, yeah. venue. Yeah. yeah. You get more interaction that way. Yeah. I like that a lot. Well, two in the key there, the one bar we play at Sundowners. And it's called Sundowners because the best spot to watch the sun come down and the sunsets are beautiful there. So mm-hmm. especially when that's hitting, like even when you're on stage, you're like, man, hold on a second. I want to get a picture yeah. of this. You know, like, <laughs> get a selfie of me. Right. Absolutely. So let's do it. All right, let's do it. So Here we go. Papa, we're going to roll the mic over there. Uh, you want to kill the mics there, Tobe? And uh, before you kill my mic, let's kill, uh, we'll kill only yours. And then uh, before you kill my mic, what, what do you think about leading off here with? Uh, I'm going to lead off with radio. Yeah, that's a great one. That is a good song. Thank you, man. Thank you. Give us a, a little uh, backstory maybe on it. So radio, uh, I wrote with my buddy uh, Sebastian Garcia and Jason James. And um, they came over with this idea about, man, you know, like sometimes when you get, like say you're in the car or whatever, and a certain song comes on that instantly, you know, kind of hurts because it makes you remind you of a certain situation or a certain person. And instead of, you know, switching the station, you just keep listening to it just to kind of feel that emotion. Um, so that's what this song's about. It's called Radio. I used to love these songs, but now it don't mean a thing. 
Not a word has changed, but still it just ain't the same. Like the DJ knows that something's wrong. He's playing every one of our favorite songs. What he's trying to do, bring me right back to you. It doesn't matter where I go, high or low. There ain't enough stations on the dial, so I run you from the stereo. Every little note got me hating every single song on the radio. Oh, 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 radio. If you were here right now, be killing that air guitar. At the top of your lungs, you'd be singing your favorite part. I could tune it out, but it's tooling now. It hurts like hell, and I can't turn it down. What I gotta do, girl, to get away from you? It doesn't matter where I go, high or There ain't enough stations on the dial till I run you from the stereo. Every little note got me hating every single song on the radio. Oh, 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 radio, radio, oh, 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 radio. Those flashbacks, I hate that, but I loved you. And that snapback, just see me in that hatchback. Post a video, Snapchat, a new girl. I tried that, moved on, but I'm right back. Those songs take me right back. Songs take me right back. Songs bring me right back. Doesn't matter where I go, high or low. There ain't enough stations on the dial till I run you from the stereo. Every little note got me hating every single song on the radio. Oh, oh, radio. It doesn't matter where I go, high or low. There ain't enough stations on the dial to go out on you from the stereo. Every little note got me hating every single song on the radio. Oh, oh, radio. Radio. Oh, oh, radio. Oh, man. Dude. That's so good. I don't care if that's my friend or not. That gives me chills, man. Thank you. It honey. does. I appreciate that. Hearing someone play something like that live right in front of you is it's always great. You know what I mean? That's why we love those those art festivals and all that kind of stuff, the music festivals. But this close, I mean where they're sitting on the couch with you, that's just weird. That's what's awesome to hear too, is when it's when it's right here and it's live and it's right in front of you. You get that in the small venues too, like you said. It's not you get the produced version on the radio, but there's something so more intimate and emotional about it right. when you get to hear it right there live. For sure. You sound great, bro. Thank especially, you. Especially, especially if it's a song that means something to them. Yeah. yeah. You know? You've been through that. I have. It sucks, right? <laughs> yeah. But you you do leave it on. There is this thing yeah, that we love as a torture. It's like a it's for some reason like you know it's like, man, this song is like Make me tear up. It's making yeah. me feel have the feels, you know. Yeah, and you, and you but, turn it louder. Right. Instead of like turning the channel, like okay, squash that. You're like, oh, I'm gonna keep listening to this yeah. and uh, feel the hurt. You know what you're I mean? Masochist. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want that pain. But it ma- it makes you it makes you feel alive. I think that's what mm-hmm. it's really about. Hey Joey, listen, man. You know, one thing my old man and he he's a he's a singer and he's a he was a doo-wop guy, but he, he always said if you don't write the songs, you're shit. I mean that was his that was his thing. If you don't write them, you know any anybody could sing someone else's song. It was it was it was about writing your own music. And I, I, I would if you could just you know give me a little give me a little taste of what goes on in in Joey's head during uh, songwriting sessions. Sure. Uh, so I think the most important important thing about writing a song is the idea, um, and it's always nice to bring something personal um, that you can use the emotion from to put into the lyrics and to the melody um but that's my biggest thing is like uh an idea because it's got to make sense there's got to be a story there's got to be that aha moment of okay if we start out saying this in the first verse is it tying with the chorus and the hook and um so if you don't have that structure you know it's almost pointless to like keep going with the song or like because sometimes you get in a room you know with somebody and um you guys just can't find that idea or find that, you know, thing, which isn't judgmental on anybody's part. It's just, it's just not like not there. Um, so you kind of move, move on from that, but, uh, it definitely starts with the idea, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the biggest thing is like a lot of us songwriters, if you were to look at our notes on our phone, like it's there's, crazy, there's so yeah. many, like I could scroll down from years and years and years. Okay, cool. Pull it up. <laughs> so is is that how it works? I mean, you grab the is, is when an idea comes in is, is right. that the first thing you grab? You grab the phone. I grab my phone and try to write down like the title or the song idea, you know. And sometimes you like you'll be at a bar, you got a couple of drinks in you, and you'll be like, oh man, that'd be a great idea. That'd be a great idea. And then the next morning or next day, you look at it and you're like, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What is it? Hey, mean? yeah. I, I've had some moments in bars where I was like, you know, it'd be a great idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't write any songs. Those were not. <laughs> <laughs> I dove across a strip joint dance floor, you know, Pete Rose across. Pete Rose. I thought that was a, I thought that was a great idea at the time. That's not a good idea. It wasn't, it wasn't that great of an idea. No. There, there were two large men that thought, thought that was, was a not, horrible yes. idea. Yes. They absolutely thought it was a they horrible did. idea. So about right. So what comes first, Joey? I mean, for you, is it is the tune does the tune come first or does the lyric come first? Um, do you do you write around which one? It's it depends, man. Uh, uh, sometimes like you'll go into a room with a producer that has um, like a track that he's built, you know. So sometimes you and have, he had you a mind for it, right? So he thought, okay, this is you know this person's style, this kind of sound they usually go to. So here's a track which already has the, you know the, the the structure as far as like the the chord structure and stuff like that. So then. You know, you could be like, well, maybe this idea would go with this track or like, you know, or if you're trying to write an upbeat, up-tempo song, you know, that's where you kind of, if, if they bring an up-tempo track to the to the right, then you think, okay, well, I'm going to use this title because that's more of like a, like a summer song or like, you know, upbeat jam. But, um, so that's kind of how you start. But sometimes, you know, it depends. It can start with the title. It can start with a, with a track or a melody or... Yeah, it's what's it's, what's something that sticks out in your head? Like, I remember this exact lyric at this exact moment because it it did this exactly happen. Like, what sticks out 
in you in your music? Um, I I mean, my next single is probably the most like, um, I guess you could say, personable one to me. Um, and it's called Boy Meets Girl, and uh, and it's when you know my son Halen, you know, meeting his mother and stuff. I was you know I was like, man, Boy Meets Girl. Like he met his mom, how I met her. You know, like that's probably the the one that sticks out the most is probably that song title. This new one. Yeah. Uh, it's a great song. Thanks, I don't want. I don't want to. We we're allowed to talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about yeah, it. We, yeah. Uh, listen, it's happened a couple of times in my life where I've I've seen what I call raw emotion from an artist that you weren't expecting. Like I didn't expect that guy or that girl to do that kind of thing. And I've I've seen Joey maybe a dozen times, I would say now. I would say, you know, overall. Uh and the dude cried the last time I saw him on stage. And it was the most touching thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I, I, I fully bought into it. And then I went to his manager and I said, That was so cool. Did you like put onion on the microphone? <laughs> How did you pull that off? It was so cool. That's but it. but but Joey had a moment the last time I saw him uh, that was just, it was so cool. It was, it was at the tin roof down there on Broadway uh, at the hard rock. And he sang this new single um, and his whole family was there. The wife, the kid, I mean, the whole Gansomishpoch was there. And <laughs> so what? It's Jewish. It's a cool thing. I like to say once in a while. It's Yiddish for the whole damn family. Wow. But everybody was there. And in the South, we say mom and him. Mama But to watch them, uh, watch him on stage with all these other people that, you know, it's, it's obvious what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it, you know, and his whole family's there and he sings this new, this new song. And it was so touching and watching you cry, dude, was awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Watching you cry was awesome. <laughs> I like watching you cry. So I got to be real. Like, that was the first time I've ever, like, that's ever happened to me. I mean, I, except for I played at a couple of funerals and sometimes, you know, that, you know, but I was literally, I was getting through the song, everything was going great. And I got to the bridge, which is like the part about my son, about his birth. And like, he was there with, and he's got his little headphones on, ear, ear, ear muffs. Oh, know? that's great. And he's sitting there just looking, looking at me, smiling. I was like, I started, I felt in my oh, throat, yeah. in my throat. And I was like, uh, I was like, I'm sorry guys. Like, you know, I just <laughs> lost it. And like, of course, the crowd loved it, but me as an artist trying to be like, you know, like get through this stuff, it was hard. But uh, it's the first time I have it. It was cool, though. I mean, it was great. It, it was raw, like you said, a raw emotion. And you, you know, know what, though, I think that those kinds of those kinds of songs will really get people attached to you for certain reasons, right? In a bit, and and that's a great thing to have happen. Yeah. Well, people want to be able to relate to someone. Yeah. So like, if they like, oh, this this person is 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 a uh, being vulnerable and showing like the realness of the, like what the song is, you know, it's not yeah. just, it's not just another country song about whatever, you yeah. know, like it's not, oh, a song, yeah. you know, it's, it's something that was actually true, actually happened. Uh, the whole story of Holly and I, how we met, um, well, and, did, did did old dirt road not really happen? <laughs> no, I don't want to take my old town road. Are you telling me that? That, no, that didn't happen. It, it, it's not a true story. <laughs> you know the thing though, I think I think that you can do is I think you can sell a song. Not necessarily if it if it's a personal thing to you, but if it makes sense and matters to somebody else, 
one that gets me, and I promise you guys right now, all right, I promise you this. I could sit here and I could think to the lyrics of There Goes My Life by Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could think about it in my head right now and I could start to cry. Right. Just simply because of how I relate to my daughters with it. Right. Oh, I'll, I'll totally watch that. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> Would you help? My... Might help with the ratings. I don't know. Would you hold my hand? You'd be there for If me. you'll cry on air, yeah. <laughs> 100%. But it's for me. Never let go, Chris. I see that song. And I just see my daughters right. in the song. And I I hear all the different words about it. And basically when he's talking about, you know, his daughter leaving and the car is driving away, it's just like, holy crap, that's right. about to happen. Yeah. And, and it's, it's such a hard thing to think about, but it's such a relatable thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, how this, that song in particular set it up for that. So like yeah. he's talking about, Man, I'm too young for this. Yeah. You know, and like that feeling that I remember when I found out I was having again, I was like, not that I was too young, but I was like more like, oh crap, like yeah. this is it, you know, yeah. like, and but now it's like the love of my life, and I I couldn't imagine life without him. Yep. And then, then it wraps it all into the ending where you're like, oh wow, oh man, oh that, man, that it'll... yeah, yeah. So actually for that song, I went and found the uh, the nine one one call from when it actually happened. Uh, my son came two weeks early at home and uh so me and her delivered them in the bathroom or whatever holy crap yeah Wait, oh, oh, we delivered in the bathroom or whatever <laughs> yeah i know you see how he just kind of blew through that quick he's like yeah right i just there. it's kind of like going i was yeah. driving down the road eating a nutty buddy <laughs> like know? well no it's like a rock or something yeah but it happened and like if it was to happen to you you'd yeah you have to Shit do it myself. yeah you just deal with you it just do it yeah you know? and uh so yeah so we found that i'd get a catcher's mitt <laughs> I would think that first thing to grab It's padded And I could get them so You're going to grab a catcher's mitt When you're inside the bathroom Where are you going to find that In his closet <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time I get a sports bag A <laughs> sports bag Adidas So seriously That's yeah. I mean Yeah uh, Her Not to get too like graphic or Whatever But like her water broke And then like, We called the doctor And they're like Okay take your time You know Like Uh take a shower, eat some breakfast and then come on in. And so she jumped in the shower and like the contractions started coming on and on. I'm like, all right, babe, let's get in the car. Let's go. You know? And we got on the hallway and she's like, she grabbed my arm. She's like, no, he's coming right now. And I'm like, okay. So she got in the bathroom. She, the most comfortable way she could get was on all fours. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so I was right there. His little head popped out and holy shit. I was, he's like blue and like, lifeless and i'm like oh my god oh, my, yeah. my biggest fear was like i how am i gonna tell holly that this kid is not okay you yeah. know like that was my thought going through my head so i'm like making sure them go bill cords like not wrapped around his neck you know and then what, what made you think you knew how to do this it was just instead of the holiday Express. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i guess just from and this is funny you say, but like nine nine one. Remember emergency nine one one back in the day, like that. Yeah. Like, like literally, that's how I thought of like wow. the whole cord wrapped around the neck. That's all I remember. Yeah, check and, for that. Yeah. And uh, of course, the nine one one operator was like, "Make sure you check." You know, so I heard that too. Whatever, but uh, <laughs> but like, you know, I was thinking like, we got to get this baby out because I'm gonna have to start CPR or something. So I'm like, "Come yeah. on, baby, we got you got to push one more time." And so she yeah. she like. Lean forward and push back, and he came sliding out. And I'm just like, and then you went, Wah! and I was like, oh. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Release. And then what's that feeling? Yo, uh, for real, hang on. For the first this is like a cliffhanger right here. I mean, it, he's telling this story, and I'm just sitting here going, <laughs> what's coming? What the, what's, yeah. what's happening? What's happening next? Yeah. So I he, mean, this is like gripping material, man. <laughs> right. You just interrupted it. I know. It, it's just. So, no, like, so he came out, and then as soon as that happened, uh, the paramedics got there and wow. literally walked up to the door, and there was like five of them. And yeah. like the guy's like, dude, you just delivered your baby, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, keep rubbing his chest, and then like they gave me a, a little like suction thing yeah. for his nose, clean his nose out, and then so like in the moment I was like adrenaline going, what can you do? I was covered in oh like, yeah yeah whatever, and then yeah. like after that I like kind of like let them take over, but then I'm like running around the house like grabbing the bags are supposed to take to the hospital. And I'm like, well, maybe we don't need this because like, we're not going to be staying there. And I'm like, just, yeah, you know, lost. and finally the guy like paramedic stopped me. He's like, Hey, yo, he's like, you need to jump in the shower, put some new clothes on. We'll be, in, right. we'll be in the ambulance. Yeah. Everything's good. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you, you realize you did the hard part. Yeah. Right. She did the hard part. Yeah. Well, yeah. She did the hard part. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So, Damn it. so I don't know. Dude, hold on. What, let's go back and debate this real quick. I don't want to sound like a sexist, but who did the hard part here? <laughs> I mean, you got to see this thing coming out. You got to catch it. You got to make sure that you go catch it. I mean, she pushed a, pushed a almost seven pound object out of her body. I think she, I think she did that. Uh, I think I did that twice this morning. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna buy it. I want to hear the song. Who doesn't? I want to hear the song. You want to hear that? Well, one? You, I wanna, you yeah, that. I want to hear that song. You're gonna do the new do one. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Breaking oh, news. Yeah. Big song coming out right Dude, this now, y'all. Nasty. Yes, here we go. This is really good. Hang on, let me get him set up. I, I never in a million years thought he was doing this. I should be good at that. I think this, I think this mic's picking up both of us. I haven't rehearsed this one, so. Sorry. The Academy Awards this one. Let's see. Goes up. I didn't know, but he had a sister Didn't know I'd get drunk and kiss her Didn't know I'd even miss her How the hell would I know I'd drive 600 miles to Ohio I did though, yeah I did though Boy meets girl, boy treats her right Boy, she's gonna love you for the rest of your life. She'll build you up when you break down. She'll stand and applaud when there ain't no crowd. Boy meets girl. Boy meets girl. I was scared as hell to even ask her to pack up her life and move to Nashville. She did, though. Yeah, she did, though. And since her daddy's passed away, I was terrified to get her brother's okay. I did, though. And he said, though, boy meets girl, boy treats her right. Boy, she's gonna love you for the rest of your life. She'll build you up 
when you break down. She'll stand and applaud when there ain't no crowd. Boy meets girl. Boy meets girl. Nine months, no time to go. She said he's coming right now here at home. And I'll never forget laying six pounds, six ounces on her chest. I said, boy, meet girl. Boy, treat her right. Boy, she's gonna love you for the rest of your life. She'll build you up. When you break down, she'll stand and applaud when there ain't no crowd. Boy meet girl. Boy meet girl. Boy meets girl. Is there any doubt who wrote that song? Damn. What a song, dude. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks. That, thank I you. mean, seriously. Thanks. Guys, he, he just so, told you the whole story, really? right? And then yeah, you hear he that did. song. So to, I mean, to hear how it was made, to hear the story behind it, and then to actually hear the song when it got to that point, that part, that that's still kind of – I got chills there for a moment. Uh, yeah. cool. Thanks, man. When that's it, crazy. The, what, what's, the part, what's the part in the song uh, about the baby coming? Check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't know, right? What, what's the line? Uh, nine months, no time to go. She said he's coming right now here at home. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget laying six pounds, six ounces on his chest. That's so nice. when I was talking about earlier, the, uh, we got the 911 call from it, right? Mm. So the intro to the song starts playing music. And you, uh, we have the actual call. Where it's like <coughs> it rings and it goes, 911, what's your emergency? And I'm like, oh, my, my girlfriend's going into labor. And it kind of fades out and goes into the song. Mm-hmm. And then right before the bridge where I talk about him being born... The 911 operator comes on again. She's like, I need to know if he's coming or not. Is he coming? I'm like, yeah. And uh, she goes, congratulations, you're delivering your baby. <laughs> so we have we have that clip in the song. Like, That's so it, it's going to, I'm excited to release it. Wow. It's going to be cool. Dude, I, I mean, I'll just, I'll say, you, you should be proud of that song. Thank it's you. Good song. I, I am, man. That's a good song. Thank you. It's as real as it gets. I mean, great song. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody's just stunned. Yeah. I I know it, but then I don't know. You, like you said, when you Jesus hear the story, Christ, then you hear the song. Moles <laughs> hey, can't deal right now. It means no, recovery I mean, time. Yeah, for real. I've almost recovered. <laughs> Are you busting song. that out in the keys? Oh yeah, I'll play it for sure. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be sick. You gotta be proud of that. That's I am. I, I mean, you really should be. You should be really proud of that song. Thank you. Screw that. Make them rich off it. <laughs> I, I mean. Rich and famous. The whole thing, man. I mean, it's, you know, check out uh, Facebook. Just put up live videos. You got to push you know? that. You have to. Come on. That's. I don't want to use right over here. He's playing how to manage a songwriter. <laughs> but so you, you just played at Exit In, though, right? Yeah. Right down here downtown. Yeah. That was Chris sent me the message about that, and I told him I was like, "Oh my God, I didn't realize that you you were playing that night at Exit In." 
So what was that invite? Because a lot of people know about that one. That's that's that small venue right here in town. Yeah, you get to see some and so some many cool acts. so many people have played there. Like you go in there and they have like on the wall of like everybody that's played, and you got mm-hmm. everybody you can think of has played there. Um, uh, but the venue was great. I mean, the sound um, the sound engineer was the probably the best I've ever had. Like he he made it sound awesome. Um, and then the uh, the green room, the staff took care of us yep. super well. You know, it was it was great. Um, that is a really cool natural type of vibe. Yeah, yeah, it and is. venue, mm-hmm. all black inside. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's got this cool, great bar. They got cool uh, local beers. Yeah, you know? and I think it doesn't matter what, like what level you're at. Like they treat you like a rock star there, which is really cool. I mean, That's they, awesome. they they were, you know, get you anything, you know, and I'm yeah. like. Their green room is cool too. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it's dope. So, while we're talking about you know the whole pimping the out kind of thing right now, it, as it's all being shared and all this kind of stuff, and we have people that listen live, we have people that listen later after the fact. Men and Blazers listen to us. You know that's not confirmed, but I think it is. <laughs> um, how do people find you? Uh, so you can find me um, if you want to just straight up go where you can find everything you go to my website which is uh jhartleymusic.com uh, it's the letter j and then h-a-r-t-l-e-y music.com um, but you can also find me on facebook instagram those are both uh the letter j and that's hartley h-a-r-t-l-e-y um i'm on spotify i'm on itunes amazon google play pandora iheart so nice what do you have coming up next after exit in um Let's see. I'm playing in Memphis uh, right after Florida. So I guess the next thing would be uh, Florida. I know I have a couple, like, writer's rounds and a couple cover gigs I'm doing. Um, but I, I, don't breeze over those. I mean, those oh, are, no, no, no. Do you know what? Have you ever been to a writer's round? Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't. Pretty cool. I lo- I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge, huge. fan because... Oh, uh, yeah. Huge. Huge. I huge. like the fact that they're all sitting up there and you get to hear everybody. I, I'm always, I'm not a huge fan because they only huge. get three or four songs a piece. Yeah. But I do love the vibe of that singer songwriter vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. And my favorite part about it is being able to, like, like how you guys kind of play off each other and kind of joke around and stuff like that. That's what we kind of do on stage when it's that type of setting of this, the singer songwriter around. So a buddy of mine just did one and he said there was four of them. And he said one guy was very connected with it and, you know, feeding off everything. And the other two guys were just like, <laughs> just sat there. didn't know how to react. <laughs> they were just like, what, are you people what is doing? going on? Mm-hmm. You know, but they had a blast. They played some songs and, you know, people just fell in love with it. So I mean, right. that's, that's what it's out there for. There, yeah. are, there are some key places to see these guys. I believe Midtown love it. Uh, I've seen Joey at the listening room. Third and Lindsay. Third and Lindsay has had some great times, too. Yeah. That's a that's an almost smaller kind of pub bar restaurant. I mean, blues or blues and jazz, but but you get the right mostly, you get the right man, on stage. Forget about it, man. man I, I've been to some. I've had some memories there. Oh yeah, <laughs> buddy of mine that uh, that I played football with in college, he did um, he did a Ray Charles versus Frank Sinatra night there. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, and he did all the Ray Charles part. And this other guy came out and did, and and the the Sinatra guy smashed it. Okay. But when Jason got out, when Jason oh. got out there and he did Georgia, the whole crowd was just like, 
Oh my <laughs> God. Okay. So dude's a great singer. Then all of a sudden he comes out with Amos Lee a month ago on stage at the Ryman and everybody at the stadium or at, at the Ryman was just going, Holy crap. This dude's good. That's awesome. And it's one of those things. It's that's those little just steps that get you into those things, right. man. And it, I mean, that hearing that song, you miss the song. I mean, that, ugh, Oh my God. All right. So are you going to play song. one more for us or are we done? I'll play one. more. All right. Yeah. Before you do that, I want you to do, do just do me one favor, Joey. Give me your favorite moment ever as an artist. <laughs> ever. Just ever. Hey, on the spot, give me your favorite moment ever. Yeah. Or as, ever, ever. As an artist. Or ever, ever. And then I want you to imagine what your, the next step, what would that, what would that be your favorite moment, if you could? Uh, my favorite moment as far as like, just feeling like, all right, doing something right, or, um, some people are enjoying what I'm working so hard on is, uh, I guess my hometown. Um, I opened up for Frankie Ballard last year and I got off stage. Bay city, Michigan. Yes, sir. And, uh, went to the bus and kind of like cooled off for a second. And then my manager popped his head and he's like, dude, you got to get out of here. Like there's a line for your merch and like people want to get pictures and stuff. And I walked up there and literally the line was like super long and I ended up selling uh, more merch than Frankie Ballard that night. Oh, like that's oh. that's awesome as like a you know up and coming country artist. And Frankie Ballard is like, holy cow, he's yeah. huge. He's excellent performer, excellent uh, songwriter, uh, guitar player, all that stuff. So like for that to happen, I felt I was pretty proud of myself. You that's know, cool. like, um, mm-hmm. and then if it could be the like, what was it the it was a what stacked you, question. Hey, what, well, yeah. Both ends. You've already had this moment. Now, now give me one moment that you're looking forward to. I want. I, I would love this to happen for me. Is it playing on stage with an idol? Is it, you know? I think uh, just so I could support my family <laughs> and uh, more with like my music and stuff it would be getting a number one on country radio. I mean, I think that would be like a huge... Uh, accomplishment um and then i always say the biggest thing that i feel like it could happen in a artist career would be playing super bowl halftime uh-huh. show i mean that's like the you're somebody you're, you've done it yeah. you've made it if you play yeah. the super bowl halftime show oh yeah you know they don't ask many people to do that you're right right i feel like that's like the all right mm. yeah super bowl good stuff Ugh. I got I got way bigger dreams for you then. I mean Madison, Madison Square Garden. I mean that would be dope. Uh, I could. I mean yeah, Super Bowl sucks. <laughs> Janet, Jackson, Janet Jackson showed her nipple. Big deal. Super Bowl is not the World Cup, but it's not. But the greatest show on earth that has ever occurred. That's was, a circus. Was the Prince oh. Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, it was. <sighs> that was the best thing that ever happened in I must live be. music Dude. history. So I must be way too old because I just no Super Bowl moments are not my music that was, moments. That was a they're, good, they're not. Was a good 10, it, it, I'm thing. with you right. on that. I'm I'm totally with you on that. But sometimes an artist comes out and just blows the shit out of the water. That was Prince because they do put everything into that. Even if you look at when Madonna did it, I mean the production that goes into the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, show, it might not be the best show if you don't like them, but. <clears throat> And the crash course that they have to do it in, how fast they have to do it. 
All right, homeboy's got to get back to his life. He's got a baby. He's, yeah, he's delivering right. stuff. Yeah, he's <laughs> delivering babies. We're going to bother him for one more song. We're going to let this kid go. But we'll let him say goodbye, of course. We always do. But we're going to hear one more song by Jay Hartley. Which one do you want to hear? Besides, same team. Same team? Do you want this one? Come on. I think we'll be good. All right. Away we go. this out right now I can't look at you We're saying some words right now we both hate you Cause that ain't you This ain't me It's fine the page you're supposed to be The same team and everything's getting too much Remember how to hold it down we're on the same team, and loving is getting too rough. Remember why we started out? Your lips locked on my lips. It's young, stupid kids, baby, don't forget. Same team, same team. We're on the same team, same team, yeah. Let's stop keeping score, there's no win or lose Yeah, and I'll always be winning, girl As long as I have you oh, Same team and everything's getting too much Remember how to hold it down We're on the same team and loving is getting too rough Remember where we started out Your lips locked on my lips Young stupid kids, baby, don't forget Same team, same team We're on the same team, same team, yeah We're on the same team how it's supposed to be the same team when everything's getting too much. Remember how to hold it down. We're on the same team and loving is getting too rough. Remember why we started out. Your lips locked on my lips. Just young, stupid kids, baby, don't forget. Same team, same team. We're on the same team, same team, yeah. Same team, you and me, baby. Same team. Yeah, it's decent. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, if you like great music, it's decent. Joey, man, I, I cannot thank you enough, bro, man. Hey, I appreciate I mean, you guys having everything me Everything you've done for us, I mean, to come back and do it again, and, I mean, it's just, it's been awesome, and, you know, I'm a huge, I'm a decently huge fan. Huge. 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 <laughs> but we want to say thank you to Joey. Uh, thanks yeah, for coming over. And, hey, thank you for having absolutely. me. Jesus. Thanks for showing me love. Good stuff. Let man. me drink a beer. 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about soccer, so you can stick around as long as you want. You can haul ass and take care of that kid. Yeah, I got to get home and take care of the girl and uh, and the boy. And I got to water some grass, actually, too. I just planted some grass yesterday. And yeah. Kind of make sure it's hydrated. Oh, so, oh you got to pee on it. I gotta, yes. I uh, Wherever the dog pees, the grass grows better. I, why that's not, not just true. spray it grows yellow. yellow? That is totally oh, it does? not true. Yeah, that's it like browns out like, from the ammonia or this something. This is why you don't yeah. do what I do. Right. I don't think you got to oh. worry about the water, bro. I got a different dog. Is it raining? Is it raining? Uh, is it raining pretty good okay. on all the people at the draft? I hope not. No, it's not in Nashville right now. Well, yeah, it is. It is? Yeah, they're, right. they're, everybody's dying. All right, so listen, I got to take uh, We have a caller. Caller. Can we get a caller, please? Open Pittsburgh. No, get a caller. It's soccer. It's not music this time. This is Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. You know anybody in Pittsburgh, Joey? Nope. No. Nobody in Pittsburgh. Go ahead, caller. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? It's Logan, right? Yeah. How you guys doing? Good, Good, man. man. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, dude. Hey, did you hear that last song? We did. Yeah, that guy was fantastic. Right? This is the talent I get on this show. And then you. This is awesome. <laughs> it's going to be a steep decline in talent from here on out, to tell you that much. <laughs> so, have you, uh, before we get to the soccer part of life, have you enjoyed the NHL playoffs? Uh, as a Pittsburgh fan, no, obviously, but just as a hockey fan, 100%. That game last night was, was awesome. It was 100% worth staying up for. Right? I, I didn't make it. I, I tried. I made it to <laughs> first overtime. And then I never should watch sports laying down. I know that. <laughs> but I do it every time, and I'm snoring. But it, 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 this year's playoff has just been phenomenal. Exactly. And being from Pittsburgh, anytime the Capitals get knocked out, it's like Christmas morning. So that one's probably good. <laughs> That's good stuff. Hey, give us a little taste on who you are and, uh, you know, give us a little taste of the Steel Army. All right. Yeah. So my name's Logan Naraki. I'm currently on the board of the Steel Army, which is a uh, independent, uh, personally financed. We, we do all our own fundraising and things like that. Um, supporter for the Pittsburgh Riverhound soccer team, the USL championship team here in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're about, uh, right now, about 125 members strong. This is the best year we've had in uh, quite a while. This is actually my first year on the board, my second year supporting the team. Um, the USL kind of didn't do us any favors with the schedule this year, uh, starting out on the road for four games. But mm. uh, we're, we're, back, we're back at home now, and uh, this Saturday with Nashville will be our third straight home game before we have another hiatus. But we drew a, a huge crowd against Hartford for our home opener, um, kind of to follow up on our first ever home playoff game last year against Bethlehem. Um, and then the weather. Oh, that was a good game too. It was a fantastic game. Heartbreaking at the end, but uh, yeah. we had a, a key. Uh, the weather scared a lot of people away last week against uh, St. Louis, but we drew nil-nil and it's a very good team. So looking forward to Nashville this week. It's going to be a great game. It really is. If uh, we show up. <laughs> we have to go. No, he means mentally. Yeah. Oh, you mean play? Yeah. Oh, that's different. Yeah. That, the Charleston the battery game, game to the battery. No, it's, yeah. it's going to be great because this is one where Nashville's. I mean, the schedule hasn't been the most favorable to us. We've had a really difficult start of the schedule. Now we're on a road stint, 
Pittsburgh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you've only had one loss the whole season, right? Yeah, our, our very first game in Tampa Bay, we lost 2-0. Well, I think we're about lost. to host Tampa Bay, and I'm and terrified. Well, but, <laughs> on, everybody's lost in Tampa Bay. That's the thing, right? though. I mean, it's you know, Tampa's in in top spot, Pittsburgh's top spot, Nashville's top spot, St. Louis's top spot, Charleston's top spot. I mean, you look back at that schedule. That's a that's a full on schedule, man. New York Red Bulls, exactly. New, New York, York Red Bears. Bulls. Yeah, their offense is crazy. There's there's a lot of good teams in the league this year, and I yep. would love to see that. A lot of sleepers, man. So how are things looking for you guys up there? Is everybody healthy coming into this game? You got any injuries? You know the, the... We have a, it's, it's funny you mention that because the injury report came out today, and there's been a few few guys who we signed, uh, whether it's you know Charles that we signed right after the preseason ended, or a couple of guys we picked up in the first or second week of the season um, that we haven't really seen yet. And I know I can't speak for everybody, but I know myself. I'm itching at the bit to kind of see guys like Uchina Uzo on the defense. Caleb Smith has only made one appearance so far. Prosper Figby, some other guys like that um, that I, I just really want to see what they're made of. But, uh, you know, Coach Lilly hasn't really given them much of a chance. But the report came out that we do have a, a good bit of people people injured. We obviously have Nico Brett up top. I think he scored 15 goals last year in the USL. So he, he has uh, some tremendous talent. But we also signed Christian Bolesky from the USL West side, brought him over to the East. Um, and, and he's been a, a, a nice addition so far. But I don't think he's made a start yet. So hopefully this week, I know a lot of the fans really want to see a lot more of Christian Valeski. They just want to see a lot more of Anthony Velarde, a young kid we brought out from uh, the Division II college in California. Yeah, he's made, I think, one start so far. Um, I think he's appeared in every game, but we've, we've seen a lot of, of different mixes of players and things like that. But we haven't really seen anything, I would say, spectacular from anybody. Um, we won two games. Uh, you know, Hartford, obviously, with their first year in the league, um, it's kind of, you know, I don't know if you want to call that a 100% good win. And then, you know, um, in St. Louis, you know, Every, everyone needs Hartford. Hartford is free points <laughs> right now. Free exactly, points. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, in, Careful, in, in my Louisville, you know, uh, you know, that, that was a, that was a good win. And, and we, you know, uh, battled out a couple, couple ties in uh, Kansas city in Philadelphia um, mm-hmm. You know, and then last week in that that absolute rainstorm, um, you know, to get get a point against St. Louis was was fantastic. That looked like a Nashville game with how much rain was coming down. I swear, it was it, it was, was a... it was absolutely terrible. It, it was it, I think there was maybe about thirty of us left in the supporters section after the game. It, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't great, but you know you do what you do what you have to do for your team, and uh, happy we stuck it out. <laughs> And like you said, you get that result against St. Louis. It's like zero zero draw in the rain. Hey, we took a point. That's in a situation like that. I'll take that if we get that against Tampa Bay when we have that game come up. St. Louis. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You know, we're, we're scared this week. You know, Nashville's a fantastic team. You know, historically have played pretty decent against them, but they're going to give us a fantastic test. You know, in the offseason, they made a couple of huge additions. They're going to move to the MLS next year. Um, you know, they're they're like the Cincinnati two Bs of last year. So. Um, expecting a, a very, very good game. Again, if we take a point, um, I call it a win in my book. But obviously, every time you go out on the field, you want three. Yeah, because, I mean, they're going to want to bounce back after yeah. the, the 3-1 loss on the road. It's it's hard to take a defeat like that and not be really motivated for your next game. And you know you're on a road exactly. stand right now. Nashville's got a road game this week. we got a road game next week. and we got to come back in a short week. 
it's but every team goes through spurts like that and it's what can you do during that stretch and pittsburgh's got a similar situation they've got a, a stand of home games here and they know you got to come away with points and results during those home stands because then you do you have the stretches on the road where you're fighting for every little point mm. so both teams have a lot to play for this weekend exactly i agree as the steel army what what do you guys i know you're you're at home but what what do you guys normally do for a road match Steel Army have a, a, a specific thing they do every time? For a road match, you said? Correct. So uh, we used to do a annual trip to Harrisburg um, as our arch rivals. We used to go out to the island, but unfortunately Harrisburg uh, disbanded for a little bit. Um, so actually when we played Bethlehem, you know, they play in Chester now and outside Philadelphia where the union play. Um, that was the Hounds, I think, third game of the season. Um, we got about 30 people to go out. I know myself and a couple other guys actually took a Greyhound from Pittsburgh to Philly and went all the way out there to watch the game. Right. Um, but uh, it, it's tough to organize um, just the, the geographical location. We, we love going to Harrisburg because it was only about three, three and a half hours one way. Um, you could do it yeah. tonight and come back. Uh, but now, especially with the schedule, hasn't been very advantageous for us. I know that before the season, before the schedule came out, a lot of a lot of the Steel Army was looking at uh, Loudon right outside D.C. because it's, it was probably our closest away match. And I think we play on a Tuesday night. So I think that kind of uh, oh, hurt a yeah. lot of people from go, going out there. I know I yeah. think we have Nashville in game. September. Game. Um, yeah. yeah. What, I, I what think do you we think have about Nashville like, in September. So. What about away uh, watch parties? that go on yes we we actually have so a really cool thing we've done this year is a brewery actually out in north for sales which is right outside pittsburgh teamed up with the riverhounds to brew our own beer um it's the pittsburgh riverhounds sc sc is session copper um and they have a a tap room if you will out north for sales about 15 miles uh east of the city and they've offered to kind of give us their space. We had one, we had the Tampa Bay watch party for the first game of the year. Um, there's okay. also a restaurant north of the city that has, has hosted a watch party. We have a couple bars on Pittsburgh's south side um, that host, host watch parties as well. Um, the Steel Army Board's still working on kind of getting, getting watch parties uh, into fruition, but we have a lot of cool things coming up. But uh, it, it's very nice to see people contacting us to want to host watch parties, which has not been – uh, you know, there in the past, which just shows you the green, the, you know, the game of soccer is growing in Pittsburgh and the Riverhounds are growing in Pittsburgh. I love the, I love the idea of a, you're at a brewery, right? And you're drinking yeah. and they, they have a, um, they have like a, a, a projection screen and they're showing the match up there. They got a food truck outside. Exactly. That exactly. sounds pretty decent. Mm. It, it was, it was, it was a great turnout. And the, the, the biggest thing about the first watch party was it was, it was, the Saturday before St. Patrick's Day it was the 16th of March, and Pittsburgh does St. Patrick's Day um, as they should. So we were really afraid that the crowd was there. You go, that's good timing, though. And we drew about uh, 50, 60 people to this brewery, which was just a fantastic turnout. Um, so we were we were more than pleased with the turnout, and everything went um, incredibly well. So we're hoping to to get the same result. I believe our next watch party is uh, May 18th, I believe. So. Um, hopefully we can get uh, a pretty similar turnout as well for that. We hope as the weather gets nicer, we can kind of get people out and about. If you get a 50, 60 people turnout at a non-home game, that's a great turnout. That is a great turnout. Exactly. And that's a great turnout. Here for sure. 
Yeah, y'all should be proud of that. It's good. A lot of people would be happy with that as their supporters thing. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're too. Like You know, at at Highmark, but uh, we we've had a like like the playoff game did wonders for us. Um, You know, they're putting a a really good team on the field. I think also is turning a lot of people back to soccer, and uh, it's you know it's a fantastic. A lot of people come to a lot of people write the Riverhounds off because they aren't you know first tier professional and you know when you when you're a city like Pittsburgh that that holds its sports teams to such high standards with the Steelers and the mm-hmm. Penguins it's it's so hard to to you know go watch second tier soccer but you get people that come to their very first game they sit in the steel army and they cheer and they do the drums and the flags and the smoke and they're like oh my gosh that was that was the most fun I've had in forever so you know that that's it's just getting people to attend the games and get them out there and show them what it's all about is what we really what we really need what we really push more we're doing a great job doing right now you know that's a that's the same sentiment we get from a lot of people that come to our games for the first time. They come in, they sit down with us, they hang out, they tailgate with us ahead of time. They they do the whole uh, cheering, singing, chanting, drums, get involved with it, and they walk away and and they tell us they did they say the same thing. Just what an amazing experience! Why have I been missing this? And it's, it's exactly just it's it's under. I don't, I don't really know the way to, to describe. It's like, how do you just get that word out there that people just learn more about it and show up and support it? I, th- I think there's exactly. a lot of people. Oh, sorry to step on you. I think there's a lot of people in lower division soccer that are great fans. Uh, I, I think there are some spoiled apples out there that you don't, you don't want to. I, I listen as in, you know, in the, in the past as an NASL fan, I will tell you, I, I went to a, a bunch of different cities, and I, I hated Atlanta. I thought Atlanta were <laughs> assholes. I, I, I thought the Silverback fans were absolute assholes. Uh, but you know, they they were they were nice to me, you know, because we had the show at the time and we got treated a little bit better. But they 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 were horrible people. <laughs> and Atlanta, Atlanta, the Silverback fans, and I I think. I'm I'm super happy that you know I moved from the Strikers to Nashville. I, I like that their fan base is very much positive about the opposition coming in. I was used to that, you know. So when you know we had Memphis come in, I was like, "Hey man, so glad you made the trip." So, you know, and there were tons of nice people. Yeah, well, they had a couple apples, but, you know, small apples. But I I like that feel. You you listen. We, this is not England, okay? The the last thing we have to do is fight with with within ourselves. We need to build this thing. Exactly, and that's one thing. And if there's anybody out there listening from another team to this, uh, they've done. I, I can't, uh, you know, reward them enough for so far. We've had Hartford, we've had St. Louis. Hartford hasn't played a home game yet, and they maybe brought five or six fans to Highmark Stadium in Pittsburgh for the first game. Um, St. Louis brought a fan. I remember last year, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, they all traveled in numbers. And to see them drive like the six, seven hours, watch a soccer game and drive the six, seven hours back is just fantastic um, to see them come out. And I know I do the same thing for the Hounds. So um, just I think the USL Championship supporters are in a great spot right now as we stand. Logan, I know we've got a, uh, a handful of guys going up there for this, uh, for this match. I think they're going to leave tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, work I can't wait. Yeah. And like you said, you know, it's great. And I hope they, you know, I look forward to welcoming them at the tailgate and, and getting to know them. And uh, that's, that's a great thing about soccer is getting to meet everybody as well. 
You know, I got to say, I, I went to uh, Charleston this past weekend and went to, to go see the boys down there. And, and we tailgated, talked with Drew, got to meet him. Great people. The regiment's great people. Um, and it was, it was interesting to talk with them just kind of how they've gone through the ownership changes and, and how their numbers have kind of dwindled and they're struggling to have people show up in supporters groups now and, and their March has kind of fallen by the wayside. So it's interesting to see how things reflect through the league, which teams are still really pulling the strong numbers, pulling the marches, you know, hundred. Would you say one hundred and twenty-five, hundred and fifty people in your sports group? Yeah, yeah. That's good numbers. That's that's really good numbers. Yeah, we're proud of it. Yeah, I think that's good numbers, man. I think this is going to be a hey, really guys, good uh, a good test, man. I think it's going to be fantastic. Hey, one more thing before I hop off, if if I could, yeah. as you guys be a national supporter, I wanted to talk about Ryan James, um, a former former SD product. Love that guy. Yeah, uh, I will say, uh, you know, I love Ryan. Um, he's a great guy. He's really adopted Pittsburgh. Well, he's had his struggles so far, though. I think he, he's really struggling to, to get back into the Bob Lilly system. And I talked to him before the season because he did play under Bob in Rochester in 2014 when they won the championship. And I, I said, he said, playing for Bob Lilly sucks, but I want to win. Um, so yeah. I think that, that, that was an inter- interesting take from him. But uh, he has had his fair share of struggles, but I love the way he's a great two-way defenseman. Um, he gets back, but he also pushes up. He makes fantastic runs. He crosses the ball very well. So, uh, I think he's been a great addition so far. Yeah, I think you got a, a, a nice little gem out of that one. Ryan's a great player. He's a great guy. He's a workhorse, man. He really is. And he puts the effort in. And, and even when he didn't play, uh, he'd go out there and, and do the extra work after the games. And, and he, he's just constantly trying to, to strive to be better. So I think you guys have got a good one, man. I, it's supporting him. But I really would. I think I think we do. So what's your uh, okay? So before you guys roll, what is your prediction for this game? Uh, we, the, the fans were talking about this, and there's actually a, a podcast among some, some Riverhound supporters, and uh, one of the guys on there said one uh, nil Pittsburgh, a, a Bob Billy special, kind of just uh, have the defense choke out Nashville's attack, and I, I think I think that's what what we'll see. That's that's hopefully uh, we can get three points on, on a one nil victory or two one. Um, but like I said earlier, if we take a point, uh, that, that's a win in my book with how good Nashville is with Lancaster and Rios and those guys. So um, one point is, is a victory in my book. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Zero, <laughs> zero on the road for me. Zero, zero on the road. Exactly, yeah. You know, I'm, saying, I'm saying one, one on the road. Yep. I'm saying, I don't think we score. They're both going to score. I, I'll take one, one. I'm, I'm worried that we might see one of those like two, one Pittsburgh on like a fluke. Late yeah. eighty minute eighty minute thing, but yeah. I'll take one one. I'll storm out of the room. <laughs> All right, Logan. Hey, thank you so much for calling it, dude. We totally appreciate it. We love talking to the opposition supporters groups, like hearing what they do. We and hearing that you're just great people. I mean, I think it's important. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, right, man. buddy. Have a good take one. Care. You too, guys. Dude, this show's been rocking. <laughs> That's rockin'. been a good show. I mean, really rocking, dude. Yeah, a little Jay Hartley in there. Yeah, he was, man, that Jay Hartley was on it tonight. He was. He always is. And I love how he can he can tell a story. He's got the song to go with it. Yeah, it's all he's got a way of connecting it all. You know, he's put some thought into it, put some heart and soul into it. Yeah, he it is shows. that right, heart and soul. Mm. Like I believe him. 
I do. Yeah. I buy into it. You know that song, the the boy meets girl song. That just that was deep, man. That was a home run. Yeah, that was absolutely a home run. You hear that story, and then you hear that song, and like, uh oh, this shows on. If you guys are listening, man, and you get a chance to to go out and go see this guy, if you're here in Nashville, go see him for sure. Absolutely. I mean that 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 was a good song. Yeah, he did the exit in here. Now he's got that festival coming up down there. He said he was going to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. luck going to Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh. We're all going to Memphis here soon enough. Yeah, we will. All right, so listen. No better. We talked about Jay Harley. We talked about the future against the Riverhounds. The Riverhounds. Let's just talk some straight Nashville SC. Let's get into a little talk, a little banter, if you will. Okay? Banter. All right. Banter, mate. Banter. And I'm going to start it with this. Um. I hear from my friends, my new friends here in Nashville, that you guys are having serious attendance issues. That you, it was everything was so much better last year. Oh, you should have seen it last year. We had this many people. We had this many people. Why? Why? Why the drop off? It has rained every game. It. There, that's not an exaggeration. Yeah, no. It has rained every single game that we've had. Plus, we've had Predators games on top of it. A lot of our fans intermingle. Yeah. People we, that we are soccer fans or Predators fans. They're by? No, we don't. They are. But we don't know yet that our numbers are down completely because I haven't seen – a month over, or week over week comparison to last year. I know we had bigger crowds, but is it kind of a our you're you're seeing it through the rose the rose film? What's the saying? Rose colored rose colored glasses. glasses. Thank you, Mole. Yes. Good lord, I was struggling with that. Well, Do we, we're remembering the best parts: the summer months when it was great, the June, July, the August when we were filling the stadium. <laughs> I can't remember. If, were we doing that at the beginning? Of the year, though, I mean, like, so yeah, the point, we're gone. At, yeah, we didn't so like, have, at this we, point in April. We're we're going on one month break. We had nothing. We had games. nothing in April. We can't build year. anything. We're gonna have that chance. The attendance yep. is gonna come up. We had nothing in April last year. Our first home game was May the sixth against Louisville, and then we were gone again. Louisville gone again. Louisville. So it's hard to draw the comparison. Because when we were in the typical bad weather months when it's going to rain all the time, we didn't have games. Don't yell at me. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> Look, hey, is the attendance better this year or last year? We don't know. Well, you it's were not here. Better I yet. wasn't. It's not better yet. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right, you've had my, more right, home games. Then my question is, this time last year, was the attendance better than last year? This time last year, we hadn't played a home game. <laughs> So there's your answer. We started on the road for a long time yeah. before we got to come home. But yeah. But, and that's fucking the end of April. No shit. I know. We played and our that, first home game on us, the 6th. Some of us are still wondering what it's going to be like when we get to those summer games, the June, July, August games. I know there's always excuses for that and then what have you, but the weather's going to be nicer. People are out and about. You don't have as the sports conflict like the Predators. I, think, I mean, isn't is, 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 I don't know how it works here, but back home – it was always the worry of the draw. You know, 
what were we battling against? Look, we're soccer. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you guys realize that yet. Mm-hmm. In, in where I'm from, we are the stepchild. So we were mm-hmm. battling everybody else. Yeah. You had your core, and then we were waiting. Oh, 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 now we get the hockey fans. Oh, wait, wait. Now we get the basketball fans. A- as the other ones died, we got more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you that, feel that way here? That'll be the same thing here. It will be. It, and yeah. It's like they were saying there in Pittsburgh when we were talking to them. It's like Mole said, we, we've all experienced that. If you've talked to somebody, if you've brought somebody to a game, not everyone jumps in it, but then you do have some people that come and they say, that was the best time I've ever had. That oh, was yeah. so amazing. Yeah. That Sometimes it's frustrating because you have to grow it. You want to grow it organically so it takes longer. Mm-hmm. And you want the club to do some marketing. There's, what, a thousand people getting – Drafted by Nashville SC downtown of Nashville tonight with that with that is it two thousand that marketing promo is genius going down there and drafting people off the streets yeah giving them discounts and stuff I like I like what they're trying to do that's like guerrilla marketing they're starting to figure it out with that and that's what you need that's the organic growth so do you to answer your question Mm -hmm. let's get into June July. And if we're pulling seven and a half, eight thousand, eight and a half thousand, an occasional nine, then our numbers are going to be dead on. Yeah. But fine. if we get into June and July and we're pulling four and five, then we have a, a, a question to consider. Yeah. Because at that point, that's that's when we just sit there and go, mm, okay. I mean, yeah. I want you to succeed, but as a newbie coming in, you hear the complaint often that, oh, it was way more crowded last year. So now I start to wonder, you know, who's no, no, I hate to say who's at fault, but all right, who's at fault? Uh I don't wonder. I don't wonder at this point because I just go back to what we what we were talking about a minute ago. We had no home games at this time to compare to. So there's no you can't at at that point you're comparing nothing against something. Yeah. Now if we had had home games and we could look back at it and for me, because of what I do, I look at everything and say, okay, how is this year compared to last year? Well, crap, it rained all yeah. of February. Well, then that's going to screw my numbers up. And it's the same concept here. So when we get into the period where we have the home games and we have decent weather again, that's going to be our true test. I don't even I think, think we're going to have, I don't even think we're gonna have to wait until June or July because after we finished this little road skid, we went at – Charleston last week. Now we're going at Pittsburgh. Next week we go at Atlanta. But after that, we've got four games in two weeks because of the Open Cup schedule now. Mm-hmm. And we're hosting two games one week, and the next week we're hosting Open Cup. That's going to start to build some momentum, especially if we get some results, if it's in the news, if it's in the paper, it's in the media, yeah. people are hearing about it. Which it will be more this time because last year at this time, the Preds went a lot deeper into the playoffs. Yeah. So they went through the they second were, round. They went seven in the second, I think. So they're, yep. every every top team is out in the first round of the playoffs this yeah. year. So. so at this point, I mean, media's got really not a whole lot of other option if they're talking about live sports in Nashville is to talk about Nashville Soccer Club. Isn't and that great? And, and that's the best way to look at things. Hey, listen, they have nothing else to talk about, so they <laughs> have to talk about us. I'll take it. It's, I'll yeah. take it. Yeah, I, I have lived this already. It's so gross. <laughs> it's, it it's horrible to take. It is. I mean that you have to be the. They have nothing else to talk about. 
did you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. It improves. Like, it improves, I've heard that all my life. If oh, he's start, good looking. He has nice eyes. If people he's start to respond friend. to it, if the he's reporters start friend. getting, you know, good feedback on their articles and everything, we've seen people start. We've got to win. We've seen beat writers come in, and we got to give them something to talk about. Yeah. The the team's got to go out there and put on performances that people want to talk about. We got to you don't the think crowd. You don't the think crowd it, has to create an experience that people want to go home and talk about. You don't think it, it's possible that would, no matter what you do, it will not be enough until you're number one. Until you're in Division One, you're nothing. Until it's impossible. There's a huge yeah. amount of that. There's, because, uh, Chris, there might even be a huge amount of that. Huge. I mean, I honestly, know, I, know, I know what there is. Listen, I am, I, I, I'm an idiot. You know, when I'm in my car and I'm Uber driving, if I'm stuck with this, these people and I have to talk to them and I don't like talking to people, I outside this, I hate it. Those people, all of them, meaning no matter what. I would say, I would say, you know, I, I'll say I'll mention soccer. I'm a big Nashville SC fan. Oh, I can't wait till they come. Yeah. What, yep. Till they, they. What do you mean till they come? Oh, we were we're getting MLS. Like, all right, you know. Or I can't wait till they start. Mm-hmm. I'm like, start. Yeah. Well, and when when they do, you know what you're gonna hear? They're gonna start MLS in 2020, and they're gonna say, I can't wait until they get that new stadium built. Mm-hmm. And then 2022 is gonna come in, a new stadium built. They're gonna say. I can't wait until they're a playoff caliber team. And it, there's always something you're waiting for. Mm-hmm. And always the next thing. Just enjoy it now. Enjoy it while you've got it. Enjoy I, it while it's here and it's growing. I've picked up two people that live close to the fairgrounds. And because Jason told me when I asked him, hey, I'm at the, I'm at the fairgrounds. Where are they building it? On the top of the mm-hmm. hill. Mm-hmm. So when I pick these people up, I ask them, Oh, what do you think about the new stadium? Oh, it's going on top of the hill. They know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And wh- you know what that tells me? I'm watching my property values. <laughs> oh, yeah. It does. It, do- it does because these are homeowners that I'm picking up from. Yeah. You know, I-, I listen, I'm not a dummy. Okay. I'm a drunk. <laughs> There's a big difference. difference. Huge difference. So when I pick them up, I always ask questions. If I want to know, then I'll talk. You want you know, those hot real estate tips? I want. I do. People that live I there. do. I do. I want to know what you're doing because I'm so interested. But they know, they do, and they know what they're bringing. Yeah, and I, and I, when they build it too, it's going to be a big, flashy, shiny new thing. It's literally going to be the castle on the hill. They're building it at the top of the hill. It's it's something in that area that's going to draw people to it and. What I want, what I really, really hope happens is that we use these next couple of years to really lay the foundation for what we want the supporters groups to be, the fan culture, the experience, really understand what we want that to be and help make it happen before that big shiny new thing on the hill comes because there's going to be a lot of new people that flood in. Give me a little taste of, of Toby's thoughts. I mean, you brought up a great point. You know, you you see this big shiny thing coming. You yep. see this hallway you're walking into. What what are some of the things you'd like to see happen on that way to the castle? Man, I mean, as a supporter, 
the safe standing sections are such a big deal for us. The wall, creating the wall of supporters. And that's mm-hmm. that's biased for me because that's what I want personally. I, I mean, oh, all right, hold on. You know, I do want. Yeah. I want to hear what you, I asked the question. I want you to answer my question. But dude, who doesn't want that anymore? I mean, you look at that Orlando situation where they built that wall and the safe standing. You get a cup holder, a mm-hmm. cup holder. Okay. Watch soccer, but a cup and a holder. It's a great atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, how do you get that? Everybody should have that. Well, I'll tell you, depending on who you ask, the way you get a killer atmosphere in our new stadium is you build a lazy river in it. Yeah. Or a lazy river around it. That's one of the main things that we really want. We want a Chris Jones statue in the front (laughs) with the hair. Yep. The hair and that slick marble. So. I hope these are all references I don't get. <laughs> they are. Because I never want to get we them. We have small demands. We have small, small demands. Demand. We, we have a list of demands. And as long as they are met, we will be happy supporters. <laughs> what are you doing with the lazy river if you're inside that match? Well, the, what wouldn't you do? You'd float and drink beer and watch soccer. It's a, that's a great ongoing. No, you can't be in the pool. Don't. If people find out they're going to make a TIFO against that, yeah. these yeah. guys think they're going to get a lazy river. I want to see it. So Bring out a TIFO against You see it. this? Have we had a TIFO against this this season? Have we? You Anywhere deserve one gone? if you want a lazy I, river. I know, I know not everyone was a big fan of the one we raised, but who's raised the TIFO against us? I'm waiting. Let's nope. see it. Bring it on. Pittsburgh, go print this one. Is, That's fine. This is, a, um, this is something a that picture. we – yeah, this is something we've talked about doing a uh, a yellow brick road, but a golden brick road uh-huh. where supporters can buy their bricks, hundred bu- hundred bucks pop, whatever it is, get your name engraved on it, and it gets dropped in, mm-hmm. and that and that is in our supporters march into the stadium. Oh man, that's nice. I mean, brilliant. You you're gonna need a lot of supporters or multiple hey, brick purchases. You you yeah. have all kinds because people want. Their name on something. They Damn were, straight they did. We did. Um, we back did when, Disney World. Uh, well, no, listen, but like I was, I lived in Hendersonville, Tennessee, just northeast of Nashville. They built a children's park, a mm-hmm. uh, big playground area, um, Kids Kingdom. You could pay a certain amount of money to get your name engraved on one of the wooden beams in the fence to mm-hmm. the place. They built a whole fence off people that wanted to get get involved in that. Mm-hmm. My family's do, a brick in in yeah, Disney World. There you go. You do a walk like that with the the golden bricks and let people have their names on them that are first time supporters, and that's part of the march into the stadium. Uh-huh. I'm in. Fantastic idea. You build a I get ten it. mile march. Fantastic. Get it. That was such a horrible pun, Clay. <laughs> A pun. Why is Clay going to be mentioned? Because Clay does nothing but puns. Baby shark, 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 oh shark baby shark, shark, shark. Will you hit him with something? All right. Well, well, why we're on that subject? So what else do you well, want? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Besides, oh, we're, we're, we're right there on. I know, but we're right there on that cusp of. We're going to mention uh, on the edge. He's the podcast. Not on the edge. The, no, uh, the glory. No, but Clay. The podcast. Oh, pharmaceutical soccer. Imagine. Yes. Yeah, pharmaceutical soccer. Follow those guys, Valer, Steven, and Clay. It's good stuff. They've got a good time. They're great dudes. Great talks. They got. They got a. 
They are good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like. I love listening to it. There's some great stuff popping up around here because you've got them. You've got the uh, soccer speedway. Speedway, speedway soccer. I say it both ways, but they, uh, uh, bye. You know they're covering some great stuff. Uh, West Bowling is a fantastic Man. shout out to West Bowling. Yeah, West. He changes up, the game when you're watching it on TV, and I mean that. He's he's really. We've if you've got ESPN Plus and you've watched some of these road games where we're having to listen to their home commentary, you appreciate West Bowling. That guy. <laughs> but I have Direct TV where I, I I get to choose a lot of times what you know announcers we listen to. When you have to listen to that opposition. Oh. It, it can be rough. Dude, I, I, I like to mute a lot of times and play music and do it to myself. We That's really are shot. we really are blessed with our crews that we have and and how they present the game to people. We really truthfully are. So what else do you want to see, Toby? What do you want in your stadium? I I think I laid it out there pretty well. If we had that, I want and, that beer some cheap beer. Some cheap beer. That'd be I I'm not talking about two dollar natty light, no. No. But, you know, if it wasn't $12 for a beer, that'd be nice. Yeah, uh, right. But Warren hasn't um, – listen, there's a great uh, connection between soccer fans and craft brewery. Why hasn't that really happened yet? Like together, like a, a beer garden really push my brewery against another brewery, make you want to come see me after the match kind of thing. Why don't – you know what I'm saying? And especially here. I mean, if you it turn does, on the though. phone. It does. A lot of supporters groups, I mean, some of them have their own their own beer, their own branded beer. No, uh, no, no. Pittsburgh no. was talking about no, it. I'm talking about inside the stadium. There should be oh, some beer garden. I mean, involved. There them. might be. They need to involve those local people because yeah. there there is a great cross-section of craft brewery soccer fans. Yeah. I well, mean, and we at First Tennessee Park, they've added the Yeehaw yeah. Brewery gotcha. band in there, and that's just yeah. they just okay. opened their actual and the party kind of on the pitch indoor spot, the party at the pitch, the the bar up at the game area and the lounge mm-hmm. area. They they do a good job with that. So with the new stadium, when we build that, I want to see that too. You've got it at Nissan, but the question at Nissan isn't does it exist? It's <clears throat> will they have it open? Yeah, I think the key for me. And I think a lot of people is this. I'd love to go to, to a brewery and try their beers, try their beers, try their beers. Imagine going somewhere where you can try six, ten breweries. You know what I'm saying? Have, you can, and you want to know where you all, can try them? You can try them when you're having the tailgate, the tailgate mm-hmm. party before the, before the game. I, you can I, try as many beers as you want to come. You come and bring some for me to trade with you. Yes. I'll swap beers and I'll trade, trade beers, beers with you all day long. Yeah. Hey, listen, when you guys start to learn how to tailgate, we'll talk about that. (laughs) We used to pool party. That was the greatest. You had to bring craft beer, and you had to throw it in the pool. So you could walk up and try anything in the pool you want. Everybody brought a six. Sounds like a a key party. Yeah, but it was was a different wife. It was the (laughs) beer wife. Yeah. Well, the key part is different. No, nah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm on your toe. Yeah. Not literally on your toe. <laughs> literally on yeah. your tail. That would be by key party. By key party. Because Toby's bilingual. Are you? You know what nope. I want? You know what I want out of the stadium? 
What is moles want out of the stadium? Do you remember when they Food. gave us? Yeah, no, I don't give a shit about that. You, We're not eating during the game. I, that, yeah, that I've got more important. As long as there. as long as I can get my kid one of those big pretzels, yeah. he's happy. Salt he wants a big salty pretzel. Nothing about food. Can I get a pretzel? Yep. Yeah, that's, hey. it. that's all he wants. You got to keep the kids happy when you're there because you want the kids to enjoy the game and too. Or you want my them boys, to shut up. My boy's six alone. years old. I love it when he comes to the game and he gets excited about it, and he'll be talking about the song, asking about the songs in the march on the way up there. He still gets intimidated and kind of blown away by how much is going on. Yeah. But then the next time, it's, hey, when, when's Nashville playing their yeah. soccer game? Where's it going to be at? What's he ask about the songs? What's he ask about the songs? Yeah. Some of them, I mean, he doesn't know, but he'll he'll say, like, asking if we're going to do the boys in gold. Yeah. Or how does that something. song go? Or, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Do you remember the, the questionnaire that came out? I guess it was right around the whole talk about MLS. About what do you want to see in the stadium as a as a supporter? Mm-hmm. What do you want to see? One of the things I put in there was vertical. Think like Dortmund. Okay, Dortmund is like this the wall. It but it's all the way around. So when you're oh. watching the game, you're on the field, kind of like how White Hart Lane used to be. That you're on. The field and it all creates, the way around. Yeah, all the way. Dortmund is like that, all the way around, and it creates this just insanely loud environment. It's hostile, and it's intimidating. And those were the words that I put in in my thing was I want it to be hostile and intimidating. I could I could never imagine a place like that. I mean, it sounds awesome. I want other teams to not want to come in here and play. Yeah. Because it's just so stupid. Do teams, teams really do that all oh. the way around? Oh, yeah. They do, but the trend now, especially with MLS stadiums, is to build something that's more world-class and, and there's showmanship to uh, well, it. Yeah. That's Americanized. It yeah. is. It really is. And so – I look at Tottenham's you, new stadium, though. Yeah, well, we got something like that. You're thinking bigger than just soccer games. So, BVB, they're thinking for this game, for match day environment, this is what is going to make the most amazing experience. Mm -hmm. With some of the new stadiums, with the bigger ones, the the flashier ones, they want that great game day environment, but they're also thinking, how do we design this so we can host other events here, uh, get major things into this stadium? Yeah. And it totally changes the game on how you design it because you've yep. got to have that multifunctionality. That's a great point. A, a lot. Who can survive off just game days? You can't. You can't. Yeah. yeah. So can't. where does that argument go? It's the new stadium that we're building with the Nashville one at the fairgrounds. So many people say, and I mean, it's probably true, but so many people say 30,000 seats because that was the limit to get certain kinds of events, mm-hmm. whether it be, I don't know, an SEC game or something or some kind of event they want well, you, you have, have to have 30,000 so, minimum capacity correct. to be able to host that You have there. to be so big to do a Gold Cup or be so yeah, big to do a, yeah. a, a World Cup. Yeah. I picked up a guy in the Uber, and I, I normally, you know, as soon as someone starts talking soccer to me, I always assume that, you know, I know less. You know, because I'm not the smartest soccer guy ever. And then this guy starts firing off and all NSC. Like, he knows national soccer. And I'm like, all right, keep going, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to stop you now because <laughs> this is starting to get entertaining. I don't want to get that one-star rating <laughs> if I stop you. Yeah. 
I, and I went to fall. Driver would not let me finish my soccer story. <laughs> and and he, he told me that uh, the reason why it got pushed back to 2022 is that they're looking at a new site and they want to build the biggest soccer-specific stadium ever in Nashville. No. It's, it's at where it's at. It's at where it's at. After all the okay. council there's meetings. No there's, way, there's no way got, around it. They teams got moving, dismissed. Teams you know, moving I, I over have, to that area right now. Yeah. Like, they're literally moving into offices. At I have program. a super qualified backseat soccer <laughs> fan that told me this is gold. <laughs> they will listen. It's fair to – until the – Construction has begun. It's always fair to theorize what might happen. Mm-hmm. Is there a plan B? Is there some – look at Miami. The Lockhart thing, they're supposed to be breaking ground on that. That's, they, that's, they were supposed you really to, shouldn't be bringing that word up. I know, but fact, You should never say Lockhart. They were supposed ever. to have that going by this week, and now Cincinnati's dealing with – or Just, say, Miami's yeah. dealing with different lawsuits and FXE. The losses. Cincinnati's having issues with their council now. I'm building a garage people. where it's displacing people. Yeah. Right now, Nashville is in the clear. Yeah. We got lawsuits dismissed. We did things on it's the right. It was on the now. up and up. The expo centers are going up. There's yep. framing and concrete. They got to be open by July. We're yeah. Get those expo centers open. Move yep. some stuff around, and construction on the stadium is going to start because they cannot tear down. That's one of the things. They cannot tear down anything where the stadium goes until the new stuff's yep. open. It has to be an open first, and then close the other stuff down, and then destroy it. Imagine if they told Beckham's group, before you can tear down Lockhart, you have to, build your, you have to build your temporary stadium over here first. He'd be like, no, that's where I'm going to build it. That's the problem that we originally had. We wanted to build right here, but before we can even do that, we have to build – the new buildings so that nothing gets displaced. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's looking at something well, like that right now. To build this garage, they have to displace things, and they don't want to build to correct what they're, know, what they're tearing what down. That, but that, what that really boils down to is build the home for the businesses that are there already so mm-hmm. that they can move in, not lose business. Now you can start building. Exactly. That's you, it. You yeah. don't want is to destroy that anything to move I know, in. But is that that horrible? No, it's fantastic. No, but see, the thing is, in Cincinnati... But you had a time frame then. In Cincinnati, though, they're displacing residents of houses. They're displacing people who have a... Well, a we're place. not talking about Cincinnati. Yeah, we were. Well, compared, I'm saying compared to us, because yes. the lawsuit against Nashville from the fairgrounds was really in an, in an effort to pr- preserve the flea market and things like that, and, and the racetrack, which has become a hot topic... So by building these, you have preserved that. It's going to change some for them. It's going to change for us. We're going into a huge unknown with the new stadium and the development. It's going to be a totally new environment. We talked about the shiny penny thing, the whole how this is going to be the thing everybody wants yeah. to, to imagine the flea market. The flea market is okay. going to get people that have never All even of a, heard of it. Oh, before. my God, man. All of a sudden, it's just going to go, I want to go see this new place. Yeah. And it's going to do wonders for them. Cool, we're getting the flea market people. We yeah. we want them yeah. to be. Yeah. We want them all. We want to be great neighbors. That's yeah. been a big thing since the very beginning. Is Nashville SC and the supporters have wanted to be good neighbors. We understand we're coming into an area and really taking over this this space. Mm-hmm. 
and we want it to be great for everyone that's there. There's going to be growing pains with everything, but overall, we want it to be a fantastic thing so for the whole city. I mentioned this idea to somebody who's, I'll say, quote, unquote, in with the team. And I said, how great would it be if we had a supporter section bar in the stadium? A supporter section bar that is accessible only to supporters. Oh. And I said, I think that would be a great addition to the team. And this person looks at me and says, do you now? And I said, yes, I do. He goes, hmm, that's a great thought. And it was one of those conversations of, sounds like that's actually going to be in the works. If that works out, man, that'll be killer. I think what? that would be a so great what, 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 Listen, if you have a fire, why wouldn't you have you want a fuel station. <laughs> but what's our what's our big benefit to having a supporters group bar? Because there's drinking. It, it, I know, but if there's enough oh, bars, the the lines normally aren't too bad. It, it's not that. Stands, it's, it's, it? No, it's not that. It's Toby's because, on the show. Yeah, you're off the show. You're gone. No, I just want to know. Is it just so we can say? Is it just so we can say we have our own bar? No, yeah. so we can drink. It's not long have lines. You ever, there's long lines if they don't open. Oh my God. I, I'm worried about the Nissan. Is the guy across from me yelling at me, arguing <laughs> me. Yo, I'm going to kill this kid. He's arguing me that we shouldn't have our own bar? I'm not saying that. I didn't say we me. shouldn't have our own. I'm what saying, is he saying? I want it, but why do I want it? Oh, my Help God. Help me understand why I want it. Yeah, I I'm going to tell you why you want it, Toby. Because you have wedding shit in your head. What you're thinking about is love right now. You're, you're being uh, once you get married, then you're gonna I'm go. I'm still wedding. That's wedding, why yeah. I want the bar. Yeah, that's I'm in that mode where I'm like, yeah. do we really need that? Is that something we that's have? That's so cool, <laughs> dude. I, listen, can't wait to be there for the wedding. It's great. We're so super happy for you. I, uh, shut his mic off. Yeah, there you go. Shut his mic off. Tell me that. <laughs> but uh, think about it from this perspective. You know, you walk into the bar. You go in there, it's the same person you see all the time. They know you, you know them. There's pictures of your supporters group, of your people. How big are her books? Of whatever. Huge. Very good. But it's your bar. Yours. Yes. I guess. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And to me, I kind of like that. Yeah, of course. So I want to make the stadium loud and aggressive and hostile and where we can drink. I like the wall. I, I really do. I, 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 I've been thinking about that all the time. I fell in love with that whole that German aspect of the wall and everything, yeah. and the way uh, Orlando. I thought Orlando did it phenomenal. Yeah. I really hope we 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 put something in that end zone type of thing. I do I mean, too. It's, it's because so nice. if you've been if you've been at First Tennessee Park, if you've been at Nissan Stadium, so Nashville's had games at both places. We've been to USA games at Nissan. You're you're behind the goal, whether it's it's with Nashville SC or American Outlaws or whatever. Here, everything's built low. The incline is very it's low. It's made for American football. It's made for American football. And I really want the soccer stadium to have that steep incline, whether it's for the supporters or for everyone. Because if you can feel like you're right on top of it uh-huh. and you can start making that noise, like you said, and it reverberates. You, can, you, you can impact a game. Yes, you can. You can absolutely. Yes, you can. Just look at the Predators. Yeah, it got absolutely. One of the loudest stadiums in the NHL. They call it and, a home game. And it affects the performance yeah. 
of your team, and it negatively affects the performance of the other team. I, okay. Yeah. I, I, listen, my only worries are this. Uh, I feel like, I think we talked about this earlier, you know, the whole Atlanta challenge, trying to be as good as them, okay, having that many people. If we come into this league never, ever seeing a day of MLS, with a twenty thirty thousand seat stadium, you're still still basically saying, "I'm Titan Stadium, lower level only. Can I fill it? I mean, can I fill it? I mean, yeah, you're gonna right. do it game or two. You know, opening days, they're glorious to everybody. Do you want to get into a cavernous type situation where you've built this stadium? Yeah, I could have a World Cup here uh, once in a blue moon." Yeah, but every MLS day, I'm still trying to make some noise and not get it no echoing. No, te- no yeah. team wants to have a, a cavernous stadium. There's a lot. Overbuild. There's a lot of little things that will have to happen that just have to. We gotta win. Just you know, go mm-hmm. back to the whole thing. Just win, baby. No, no, forget we, that. Forget that. No, 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 you, no, no. Uh, hold forget, on. No. You, you have got to come into the. I believe you got to come into a situation where. Let's talk about everyday football, not once in a blue moon football. Yes. You know, yes, maybe I'll give up. I can't get a World Cup game. I can get a Gold Cup game. But every week, week after week, I have a I have a stadium where it's roaring. Yeah. And so, that's what I go back to. We got to win. You got to give people the reason to buy into the club, to be there, to want to show up for it. It has to be an exciting. It's yeah. got to be an exciting it has pro- to. Uh, product. It, it has to be something that you really have that desire to it's go tough, out to It's to, tough to, for soccer fans to, to kind of grasp wait, wait, onto but, that. Because well, I was going to say, we're we're used to you build it on city pride and love of club, love of city, love of state, whatever it is, love of country, if it's it's if it's the men, our men's or women's national mm-hmm. teams. Whatever it is, it's kind of that pride feeling. And what we're having to learn and what I think soccer is starting to finally re- really grasp onto, you have to bring an exciting product. Mm-hmm. You see the new defensive players that are coming into the league. You see the flashy play, the, the way they're marketing these things. Nashville has such a vibrant excuse me, community and such a just that it vibe. Mm-hmm. There, oh, I use the word vibe. Uh oh, you can't use that in relation to Nashville. But <laughs> no, in relation to Nashville, that that'll that'll touch some nerves. Uh, Nashville vibe. <laughs> it's going to be so fantastic to watch the way they market this city and the way they blow this up to the people that are around here to say this is an exciting product. This is something you want to see. You want to be a part of. Oh, at, we're not exactly. Yeah, we are. Atlanta was fortunate. In their first year, to have the coach that they had and to have the pairing up front that they had and to have a stellar defense that they had. And an exciting, yeah. They put an exciting product on the field in the first season, and it translated into people coming to games. What's their attendance right now? It's what LAFC has now Uh with their play. Just make, make sure your team is spending enough money to draw what you want also. Money, yeah. money, money. Listen, Speedway Soccer Pod, John Sloop wrote an article that was out, put out on Nashville Soccer Circus. In the beginning. Pharmacy. Yes, in the beginning. Read the article. Fantastic. Yeah, in the beginning. That was a fantastic piece of, of 
I don't know what you want to even call it. I mean, he put a thought down on the paper that is genius. It's everything that explains where we are right now. Absolutely. Where, and, and what John Sloop, if you're listening, great job. Make sure you go listen to Jay Hartley. Jay Hartley. Jay. He's the man. With my hair back, my sleeves up, doing work with the world on my shoulder. Well, I don't say much, but when the time comes, I turn it up just to let them know. When the storm rolls in, I'm gonna be ready. Side piece on my hip in case he gets heavy. A cowboy kicking down doors and taking names. John Wayne. Start no trouble And daddy told me Never let them see you struggle Can't win the game If you run from the hustle No If anybody try to test me You wanna square up Find out What a no boy's made of Well I don't start nothing But when the time comes I'll turn it up Just to let them know When the storm rolls in I'm gonna be ready Side piece on my hip In case he gets heavy Cowboy kicking down doors and taking names. John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. No pain, no fear. Let them knock me down. Strong ones don't run when the guns come out. Lord knows it's trained. On my hip in case he gets heavy A cowboy kicking down doors and taking names When the storm rolls in I'm gonna be ready Side piece on my hip in case he gets heavy A cowboy kicking down doors